Keep your whole home running like clockwork. From the office to the game room with Xfinity Internet, you'll get the best in-home Wi-Fi experience with reliable speed and coverage. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go online or call 1-800-XFINITY today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody, to the next episode of Chiefs First and Ten. You are here with JP and Ty. What's going on, Kingdom? We have a new uh, new platform, new network, new everything. We've been on a little bit of a hiatus, but we got everything put together, and now we are uh, rocking and rolling. That's right. So, without further ado, I'll let Ty introduce himself real quick. What's going on, Kingdom? I'm Ty from Kansas City, lifelong cheese fan. Been looking for somebody for a while who can actually, uh, knows the game, enjoys the game, diehard fan, and I finally found him. Yeah, so, I'm excited to be here. I'm glad you're here, man. We got a lot to go over because we've been on that hiatus trying to get all this network stuff together. Just so everybody knows, we did, uh, I've been asked for a while now to sign up for the network and, uh, took a little while to get it all put together because they are a fairly large network. Um, we're going to have some sponsorship with CBS Access, CBS, uh, Sports, Dick Sporting Goods. Um, the list goes on, but, uh, it's a good thing for both of us and it's a good thing for Cheese Kingdom. It's going to get the word out further. Um, and a larger platform and a lot bigger audience. So we're going to, uh, uh, it's going to be a good thing. So let's get going, man. Let's uh, go. I tell you, what do you think? What's going on here? What's in your mind? Well, I think it's going to be a dog fight, but in the end, I think, uh, Chargers lay down and we go home with a win. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, have a weird feeling, um, that it's going to be a blowout. And I think the reason, and the reason I say that is just because our defense has taken enough ridicule by, you know, from the fans and the media that they're going to go back to the ways that they were during the Vikings game, the, well, the Denver game, the Vikings game, the Packers game, and they're going to put, they're going to put a hurting on that running back. Yep, I agree. You know, if um, we get we pick up that first down on third and two, it's a different narrative because our defense gets to stop to seal the win. Correct, correct. And we are number one in the league on you know as far as offenses concerned on third down conversions. So uh, I think Pat converted all but one, maybe two third down conversions during that that last game against okay. the Texans. Yeah, we were rolling. We controlled that game. We really did. I mean, time, you know, time possession was ours. I mean, 458 yards and three touchdowns, you know, after coming off of a, you know, basically a pretty much an, an injured season. I mean, he's been injured since week two. Yeah, he came in and looked real good. He came, he looked fantastic. And now he's 100%. Hey, did you happen to see what he said uh, today? Uh-uh. He said that he could, uh, he could throw the ball in Mexico 100 yards. And I fully believe it because I actually seen him throw the ball 97 years. Dude, I want to see it. Well, you know that video, I think it's the one uh, that he did down at his workout facility in Texas where he's throwing it from his knees. Yeah, that was 65 yards. Well, that was 65, but I think it was really 87. And they said they didn't want to admit to it being 87 because they didn't think anybody would believe it. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. They originally they <laughs> called it a 64 or 65 yard pass from his knees, but it ended up being 87 yards. He's and so he's cold. well, he's so humble about it too. You know, he said, "Well, I can throw the ball 85 yards," and that's not true. He knows he throws it further. He stood on the white line of the end zone and dropped it on the three yard line. Oh, and yeah, nice. I mean that's that's insane. I mean, you know, nobody. He's got you know he's got a better arm than anybody that's ever played the game, and. He's, right now, statistically, he's better than anybody that's really ever played the game in just a short period. I mean, in 25 starts, he's passed Dan Marino by eight touchdowns, you know, as far as the most touchdowns in your first 25 starts. That's and amazing. That's, and that's actually missing two and a half games. It's you know, amazing. Really look at it. So. To see how far he's, to see how far he already is. To oh my young. gosh. Yeah, it's amazing to me. It's just, it's insane. We've had a little bit of hiccups, though, haven't we? Yeah, we have, and I'll say the panic button is close, but we don't need to hit it yet. I agree. I completely agree. Um, I don't think we're uh, we're anywhere near a panic mode as far as that's concerned. The what? One thing I hated hearing though is on that third and two, Blake Bell was his only option. Like, really? Yeah, that was a little bit strange to me. Um, to me, it was just, you know, we have a lot of issues with, and it's not so much of an issue as it is with, or as it is maybe uh, just learning the system and finding out which player goes where, how they, you know, where they fit in best. And that's what most of these Chiefs fans that have been complaining so much about um, the defense and the way that things have progressed and, and then, you know, regressed and then progressed. It, it, thing is is that um, we've we've got to be able to um, give these guys time to get acclimated to everything you've got new new players old players a brand new DC and you can't expect them to be the best right off the bat it's not gonna happen nobody ever has been yeah I mean no. you look at all these guys that that are all these teams in the past even you know you, you can go back to the Dallas Cowboys in 1989 when they had you know a, a decent defense and everything was new to them Troy Aikman and and, and everything stepped in they were a one in 15 team yeah absolutely we, we're not a one in 15 team yeah so, no and he rolls a lot of packages he really does so he's, he's asking a lot and when he's subbing down in the goal line you're already under a pressure crunch, and those players do. They got to know what's what's going on. Exactly. We had exactly. Uh, two possessions with ten men on the field. Correct. But that's that's something you can clean up. It is. It's not something that it, that, that can't be fixed. No. Nope. You know, all this negativity about fire, read fire. You know, spags fire, Ooh, read, fire, fire the water play. I mean, Jesus, man, it's they, ridiculous. They fire the whole team. And Who are we gonna get? Exactly. Who are you going to find to replace the second most winningest coach? Yeah, Nobody. they need to get over that. They need to get over it. And Spags is actually a very good defensive coordinator, and he's proven that time and time and time again. So he, I think he had maybe one or two bad seasons, and it was not because of his style. It was actually the head coach and the GM that held him back. I mean, he... Did he... St- he rolled the Gi- he rolled the Giants well. I mean, he did the Giants a favor. Yep. Didn't he come in 
New Orleans when they got rid of Greg Williams for the uh, yes head hunting yes and they had a ton of injuries yep I yeah. like I like Spags Spags gonna be just fine and you know what everybody wanted to get rid of Marty Schottenheimer yeah and then what two three years later everybody was like anybody know where we put Marty's phone number exactly exactly I mean <laughs> you know the funny thing is I had a guy I believe he was on Facebook and he was arguing about Andy Reid and how he needed to be fired. And I said, well, just out of curiosity, I said, who would you find to fill his position right now? Give me one coach that is available that you can fill that position and keep our winning ways. Somebody that has the knowledge that Andy Reid has. Somebody that has a playbook that looks like a fucking Stephen King novel. And players will tell you. I mean, Chris Conley said it himself. In five years, he couldn't, he couldn't learn that playbook. And Andy, no, Reed, Andy Reid changes it daily. There's one JP. He's not going anywhere, though. It's Belichick. No, no, he's not. If he goes no, anywhere, look, he's going to retire. So. Yep. Look across the league, man. There isn't any dominant teams this year. No, You can not. look in years past. Patriots... Uh, Dallas, San Francisco. Right now, the Patriots are, we're going to dethrone them this year, and we will be the powerhouse. I promise you, we will be the powerhouse. Guarantee it. Right now, yep. I can tell you what, you know, and it's funny because I got ridiculed like none other a couple of years ago when the Patriots got rid of Jimmy Garoppolo, and I said, that was the biggest mistake I've seen the Patriots make because he's going to take that team to a Super Bowl. And that kid, if it wasn't for us breaking his leg last year, or whatever we did to him, I think we broke his leg, um, he would have been in the playoffs last year. But yeah, that he, kid looks really good. He is an extremely talented quarterback, and if it wasn't for Brady's fit throwing, um, he'd still be – I guess it's a good thing it happened. But, you know, you look at the Patriots now, and when Brady's gone, they have nobody to fill his shoes. Quarterbacks are hard to find. They're hard to find, and talented ones are extremely hard to find. And you know, yep, and let's go over something real quick, just so you we can get this out of the way. The whole MVP candidate situation right now. You know, everybody's talking about Lamar Jackson being the MVP. Okay, mm -hmm. let me say this: Lamar Jackson has improved tremendously from last year. Okay, I will give him that. Yep, but he's still. Hits his own lineman in the back of the head with the ball. Yeah. Um, he's still up and down when it comes to passing. One, he can run, but you know, the life, ex life expectancy of a running quarterback is about half, if not yeah. more, than what a quarterback is that can roll out of the pocket or even stay in the pocket and just play the position they're supposed to play. Look yep. at Cam Newton. Cam Newton started out just like Lamar Jackson. Cam Newton's on the IR. And what has he been in the yes. league, what, six years? I was going to ask you six years. <clears throat> I, I hate putting a cap on somebody's deal because I would have said five on Lamar. And I do like Lamar. But if you if you get into it, <clears throat> you look him in the eyes, there's not a lot going on right there. No, no, yeah, there's, once, not. there's not. No. It, once those guys lose their legs, you know, they got to get in the pocket and start doing something that they're not used to, be, used to doing. It's throwing the ball. Exactly. And, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I I, I watched Lamar today, and uh, he had some. Uh, he was trying to throw some sidearm balls, and he looked good doing it. I give him props. But you're right, man. 
once his legs go, it'll go fast. It will. And 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 he, you know, he's tried numerous times over the season to mimic Mahomes' sidearm passes, and I think yeah. he even tried a couple of no look passes, and one of them got intercepted. The other one sailed into the freaking stands. But oh, I didn't know he did that. Oh yeah, he tried twice, and both times it failed. But and then I think Come on uh, somebody else. Uh, there was another uh, quarterback that tried it. Um, I think oh. it might have been um, the one that just got they got benched. Um, the other one down in uh, uh, is it the Texans? Uh, I can't think of his name right now. I don't know who it was. I do know the that Italian, uh, Italian kid, but I can't. Think Mariota. Of yeah, Mariota. Yeah, he tried it a couple times, and now he's not. A nah. You know, he's a bad I love guy, watching. So. I love watching other fan bases post uh, their no look passes when the quarterback's completely staring down the dude. Oh, it cracks me up. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny when they do that. It's like, come on, man. I mean, let's Stretching. be serious. Yep. So, but uh, yeah, we've had a uh, we've had a lot of injuries, man. We did losing Ogba and uh, Okafor this week. Ogba for the season, right? Yeah, he's done for the season. I hate seeing that. Rankin's uh, done for the season. Yeah. Uh, so what? What's what is it? Is it how we're working out and stretching? What's going on? Is it just bad luck? No, I think a lot of it is just the fact that you know these guys do play hard, regardless Absolutely. of what people want to perceive. They play very hard, and you know they are targeted a lot, and you know that and that goes back to like you know you talk about Lamar Jackson. You know, eventually what's going to happen is, is that a perfect or a, uh, what's his name there that just got suspended for Miles Garrett? Miles Garrett is going to come out of the woodwork and he's going to take Lamar out, regardless if he gets suspended or not. It's going to happen because they're going to start targeting, targeting his legs. And when yep. they do that, because they know he doesn't have an arm, he's going to be in trouble. And, that team's going to be in trouble. So, you know, it's it's it, they've got they've got to get this kid. Number one, he's very lackadaisical when it comes to uh, off-season workouts. And you know, there's nobody that does what Mahomes does. Okay, nobody comes in two days after the Super Bowl is over with, goes home and says hi to his mom and dad, and then flies back to Kansas City and gets the whole wide receiver group together and tight ends and offensive line and let's practice through the entire summer. Nobody Kid's does hungry. That. Yeah, he's hungry and he wants to win. I don't think anybody's done that that I know of um, in the 35 years that I've been around the NFL as closely as I've been around it. I don't know if anybody's ever done that. Yeah, but Brady's probably the closest. Yeah, he. Yeah, exactly. And I don't even know if Brady. I mean, I've. I mean, I. I know for a fact Brady in the off season's on a boat somewhere, and he's in you know the Caribbean, and he's here and he's there and he's everywhere. It, it, he's not. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he's put himself, you know, he's put himself out there as one of the best that's ever played the game. I don't think he would have done as well as he's done in a different system. But I agree. You know, it, it's it's still he's he's got a lot of work ethic, and and now this year, like we had talked about prior, uh, I told you, and I think I, I mentioned to you, and I mentioned to a lot of other people on Twitter that as soon as he played a team that had any kind of skill. His true, the, the team's true colors would show. Their number one defense would show that they're not number one. You know, they only allowed eight points a game on average up until that game uh, against the Ravens. Wow. I saw something today that Brady's only averaging a little over six yards per attempt and 
Yeah. His, his age is starting to show, but you can't hide that. No. No. I mean, you know, there was another quarterback back in the 90s that played until he was like 46. Two of them, actually. But one of them played for the Chiefs. Well, they actually both played for the Chiefs. Um, DeBerg? DeBerg was one of them. He played until he was 46. And, and Moon. And Warren Moon. And weren't both of them. Now, DeBerg, I got to say, DeBerg still had one hell of an arm at 44, 45 years old. He could still throw the ball very well. But yep. you could tell that things were aching and things were, you know, they were, they just weren't, his his reaction time wasn't there. A lot of things weren't there. Brady's on a different level when it comes to his workout, his, his, his basically his workout regimen, the way he eats, the way he takes care of himself, which is, you know, 99% his wife doing that, but he's still doing it. And I think it, physically he's still in pretty good condition, but he took a couple of hits today and one of them it looked like he, he felt it pretty good and didn't look like he uh, wanted to get back up. So, uh, Chris Jones is going to crush him. Oh my gosh. If they do, if they go back, if the Chiefs go back to what they did from Denver through Minnesota and they have that 40 to 45, 48% blitz rate and they come off the corner blitzes, and they do the things that they did in those three games without Mahomes, they will destroy every team, every quarterback that they play from here on out. And that's what they have to do. But, you know, when you reached out to me to do this podcast with you, I started going through some of your older uh, podcasts. Uh-huh. And I came across one you had, Willie Rofe on. Yeah, he's a good guy. Good friend. Yeah, I love, love Willie Rofe. Well, when he said... Going against the four threes harder because you don't know where those guys are coming from. Correct. It's just it with three four you can it's like vanilla. This four three we can get exotic. We can send pressure. You're right. We need a blitz and we need to keep them guessing. Yep. Yep. Brady doesn't like pressure. There's not a quarterback in the league that likes pressure. Correct. Except for Mahomes for some reason, and I, I'm not saying this because I'm a homer. For some reason, the more that kid's pressured, the better he plays. I mean, look at the pressure he had, and he threw that jump pass that was perfectly on target. That was beautiful. And he had three guys just barreling down on him. And he- Keep all your entertainment options centered with Xfinity X1. Access live TV, Netflix, and now Hulu and Peacock. Ah, streaming zen. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity X1 gives you the most complete entertainment experience with everything from live TV to your DVR to on-demand favorites and your streaming apps. Just use your voice remote to easily find what you want to watch. Go online or call 1-800-XFINITY today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Netflix, Hulu, and Peacock memberships required. Okay, so you're between meals and you're craving something sweet, right? What I do is snack on Blue Diamond Honey Roasted Almonds. They're so good. And almonds are a superfood. So don't deny your cravings. Eat them. Blue Diamond Almonds. Crave victoriously. Who's just like, you know what? I'm going to buy myself that half a second that I need to make this play. And jumping in the air is exactly what did it. And that's how that play got, you know, that, that play made it. And well, man, <laughs> the kid is a showboat in a good way. Exactly. Look, man, yep, you you want your quarterback cocky but humble. You don't want Baker Mayfield. You want a Patrick Mahomes, man, somebody in the limelight, in the pressure, steps up. And, and he knows when he's rolling 
or if it's a big moment, everything slows down for him. I'm sure you've played sports. You've had it happen when everything slows down. You see everything. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes. I've never seen anybody else. Well, a few, a few guys. Michael Jordan, uh, LeBron, Kobe. Where when it's a huge moment, everything they slow it down and excel. They do. And that's why when Patrick Mahomes is under pressure or duress, he shines. Yeah, he's it's 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 amazing to me when he you know, and last year it kind of there was a fourth and nine. I'll never forget this play. It was I think our third or fourth game into the season. It might have been that Rams game. I don't remember, but I remember the play. And it was fourth and nine, and they were getting ready to call the punt, uh, the punt crew out on the field. And he called, he, he looked at Reed, and he waved everybody off, waved yep. everybody off, and he made that play. And I knew then that this kid was something special. Which makes it even more insane when we have a third and two, and you only have give the kid a single option. Yeah, I mean, like Bell. Yeah. I mean, hell. Yeah. If you're only going to give him one option. Give him the opportunity to punt the damn thing if it's not there to pick up the yards. Exactly. I mean, um, it, it's, it's the one thing that he does that that nobody else can say that their quarterback does in any way is he can find anyone to throw the ball to. He can yep. find that open hole. And if he can't find it immediately, he will buy the time to find it. Yep. He's not a quitter. He's not a loser. He's his father. And when I say that, I say that in the, in the most um, endearing way. His father was exactly like that. Yeah, uh, you know, I was reading, um, I forgot who tweeted it the other day, but they had Mahomes' stats and his losses. Mahomes, is, in his career, has never lost a game by more than seven points. No, he has not. His quarterback rating... Difference is 0. 0.3. Okay. His yards per game was like 10 or 12 yards. It just goes to show you how even that kid is, how he excels. It still blows my mind. He, it's, I, he is a generational quarterback, to say the least, but he's or a player, to say the least. But he's he's even more than that because, you know, you can say Brady was a generational quarterback or Dan Marino was a generational quarterback but he's broken records that well number one Brady's never even come close to and he's broken all Marino's records except going to a Super Bowl and he did well, it in 25 games well it's like you said now you've got other quarterbacks attempting no lucks sidearms yeah. yeah hell you've got even um, Wilson out there in Seattle yeah you see him gathering his receivers in the offseason, and he start he started a YouTube channel, exactly. yeah. bringing his guys together. You know, trying to mimic Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. He is he's revolutionized the game of football. Yep. And you know, yep. I was listening to um, uh, Kurt Warner and a couple other guys, and they were talking about this new generation of quarterbacks that are in the league today. And they brought up Lamar Jackson. They brought you know, then they and one of them. I don't know who the other analyst was at the time, but he said, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson has revolutionized the game of football in the quarterback position. And then Warner, which him and I have spoken about Mahomes, he stepped in and he said, no, Patrick Mahomes revolutionized the game. 
exactly at the quarterback position. And yeah. and it, the guy agreed. He goes, "You're right." He said, "He said, you know, Lamar Jackson may be a great runner, but Mahomes is an all-around package. He's the he's the epitome of what everybody wants to be." You know, well, so. man, these guys forget though. They think, "Oh, okay." So before Lamar, it was Michael Vick. Well, you know what? Before Michael Vick, it was guys like Sammy Ball. And there's been other quarterbacks who've been able to run the ball. But exactly. we forget. Exactly. It's always today's game. Yeah. So, um, who do we need to step up in San Diego? We know Patrick's going to do his thing. Who's going to lead, uh, lead our yards receiving? Well, I mean, look, you, you always know that Ty does very well against San Diego. Um, one game, I believe, which was the game that they beat us by a point that, that, you know, at the end of the game. But he was, I think he was less yardage. But you know who we really need? I think other than Ty, we need Travis to do his normal thing that he does against San Diego. I mean, he's got more yards after the catch against San Diego than anybody. He's got more, I think he's got more touchdowns than anybody on our team as far as the tight end is concerned. But Sammy Watkins needs to really be involved in that game. Yes. I mean, he's got to be on point the whole game. And if he can be on point along with, you know, when you've got Sammy, Ty, D-Rob, and Travis out on that field, you can't cover everybody. And then you add into the mix Damian Williams that can catch out of the backfield and does run the ball well. Um, it's impossible for anybody to cover them all. But the biggest thing is, is the, the stunt moves and the, the, you know, getting everybody off target. And that's the biggest thing is if you can throw that defense off their game, which we've done nine out of the last 10 meetings with them without this group of amazing players and without Mahomes, we're going to be able to do it again. Oh, absolutely. So I, I still see a blowout. I, I, you know, I, I, I have a weird, crazy feeling and, I don't know why sometimes my intuition's right, sometimes it's wrong, but um, I have a strange feeling it's just going to be an extreme blowout. I don't see, I mean, I kind of envision a 40 to 10 win. Um, you know, I could see that. That's just what I kind of see right now. And if we can I, do what we've been doing and holding players or holding teams to, you know, three points or like, who was it that didn't score in the first half against us? Um in one of those three games, somebody didn't score on us in, in Minnesota. You know, Minnesota. If we can do that, because the one thing Philip Rivers is not great at is if you look at his stats at halftime, if he's losing by more than a touchdown at halftime, he loses almost every game. He's a whiner. He's a whiner. And well, you know. and well, I t- here's I, here's the Mahomes effect. I think Patrick is going to get in Reed's ear and say, "Look, man." I'm done letting up off the gas. Andy yeah. Reid tries to play this. I'm nice. You know, I want the NFL to be better. I don't like seeing blowouts. Man, he, that's my knock on Reid is that he doesn't want to embarrass anybody. Well, you know, they embarrass us. When you're doing so. that, you will, yeah, it's what let San Diego come back and beat us last yeah, year. We controlled that game. He didn't want to embarrass them. Let's just put off the gas. Sutton comes in with a prevent defense. They nickel and dime us, and then sure enough, yep. they win. Yep, and it happens more than more than you can ever imagine. And the sad part is, is that you know, prevent defense. It's, it's basically 
All you're doing is preventing yourself from winning. That's what prevent defense is. I it's hate just, it. To me, it's just a joke. I've never understood it. I love Andy. I love his philosophy on the game. I like the fact that he is respectful to other teams, but in the same aspect, he's got to realize that, hey, we're here to get to a Super Bowl, and the only way that's going to happen is if we put the fucking hurting on everybody. This is going to be a big game uh, for... Uh... We need a linebacker to step up and shut those real routes, real routes down on the backfield. Rivers, his favorite target's running back, and that's a huge weakness for us. Gordon's going all of a sudden. I'd like to see uh, Dorian O'Daniel come in and uh, get some reps this week. Well, this and you're right, and that's exactly what they need to do. They need, they got to realize that that target right there is their biggest target right now. And if, if they don't yeah. put Raglan in and they don't have O'Daniel in that game, and they don't have those guys stopping that run and putting, yeah, Panel. exactly. They've got to get those guys involved and involved early and often. That's the only way that defense is going to be. And, and the blitz rate has got to go back up. I mean, when you go from blitzing 45% of the time to 10% or less than 12%, the next, the oh. following game, because Mahomes is in the game. That's the biggest mistake, and it's the only thing that I will say and be negative about is the fact that it looked like to me, and it's looked like to me in the past, that when Mahomes is in the game, they feel like they can rely on him too much. Because of what he yeah. did last year. Okay, I get it. It, it. it is what it is. Okay, the kid, he's easy to rely on, but why put that much pressure on one guy that has a, a destroyed offensive line and had been injured himself, don't put that much pressure on that kid. No, he, he doesn't, doesn't need it. it. You know, I was I was one of the guys that blasted Spags for Raglan had 19 snaps, Sounders had 13, and Pennell, our new defensive tackle who's been a stud, he looked great in oh, the yeah. last game he yeah. played for us. He wasn't active. And uh, one of the guys uh, replied to me, and I believe... I think they only had 13 snaps of offense that first half against us. It was something like that. Because we're, you know, controlling the ball. Uh, We weren't just throwing 60-yard touchdowns like we normally did. We're going down, eating clock up. I like like to see that style. But on the same hand, we got to blitz more. We do. I mean, we have to blitz more. You know, and I like the fact that, you know, they they use Mahomes in, in so many different ways because he can... You know, he's the great, he's great at that West Coast style, you know, offense, that RPO style offense, and just getting the ball, even if it's a 10, 12, 14, because we have receivers and a tight end that have the ability to have so many yards after the catch that if you do throw a 12, 14 yard pass, that's fine because you're going to get 21 to 29, 30 because of the people that we have on that team. Oh man, Hardman boy turned on the yeah, Jets did, on that man. touchdown. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Woo, yeah, baby. he was on fire. You know they were hammering him during that whole game because of the way he looked on special teams. Hey man, not everybody yeah. has a great special teams day. I remember Tyreek Hill having some really crappy special teams days, but he also had a phenomenal wide, you know uh, game in the wide 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 receiver position. So it's yeah. not all about. You know, why are they not doing well on special teams? That doesn't mean they're not great at what they do. They're just having a really hard time with that position for some reason. 
well, a lot of times, a lot of times when those guys have a fumble, it's kind of like Priest Holmes back in the day. I used to beg uh, or want Priest Holmes to get a fumble because the kid would go off a buck yeah, fifty, exactly, two hundred yards. Exactly. You know, it, you know, and oh, you know, kind of off subject here, but um, Cleveland Browns. So Whoa. let's take a look at Kareem Hunt and the Cleveland, which. Honestly, I want to vomit every time I see him in that ugly ass uniform. But I know the. Uh, I do not believe for one second that he's going to be a backup to Chubb for any reason, any longer than the rest of the season, and he is going to be a free agent at the end of the season. So yeah, so yeah, he's going to get yeah, paid. Well, I don't know if he's so much going to get paid as he's going to get picked up. I'm hoping that what. I believe may happen happens, but regardless, I, I'm gonna leave that alone for now. But um, I can't see him being a backup to Chuck. He's too good. That, no, He's absolutely. Way too good. I mean, the first possession when they, you know, he, he broke what two tackles, picked up like 14 yards on that on that screen, and he looked great. You know, now their offensive line doesn't understand how to block for him, so. I mean, with that being said, um, he's he's definitely an attribute to them, but they're not using him right, and they're not going to be able to use him right. The only way he's going to see any real playtime, even the rest of the season, is if Chubb goes down, which I don't see that happen. Wow. Um, I, I like Hunt better than Chubb, and I can see them uh, giving Hunt some more snaps, though, well, too. I mean, I don't know, man. That, that was one of the biggest things that they made uh, they made a big deal about, and Chubb made a big deal about, was when they signed Green Hunt. You know, he wanted to make sure that he was still number one. They weren't going to sit there and put him on the sidelines because Kareem was the, the cream of the crop, you know, no matter how you look at it, in that position. And that was an upgrade for that team, you know, an upgrade over Chubb, an upgrade over everybody. So, I mean, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I look at that team right now, and I think they've won four games, three games. They won three games? Three, three games. I think. And I think I predicted they'd won four to six games for the season, which it looks like. Now they have a pretty decent, easy, easy schedule, but they have lost. They lost uh, what's-his-face for the year, which was one of their best weapons. Miles, Miles Garrett, Garrett. On, you know, on that, on that side of the ball. And... Uh, a couple of guys got hurt. They were out for the season. Um, so I don't know if, you know, I guess, I you know, you know my feelings about Baker Mayfield. I, I can't stand the kid. I think he's an arrogant, pompous asshole. And I think that his, his arrogance, he's Johnny Manziel 2.0. And I think it's going to yep. end up biting him in the long run. But, hey, you know what? I don't really care. What I want to see, and, and the, I, I wish to God, Kareem Hunt would have never lied to the Chiefs because he'd still Me be too. And Do you think uh, Patrick Mahomes can uh, talk to Chiefs into signing him and uh, us bringing him back? Uh, you know what? I, I, I'm i I'm optimistic, but I can't say much about that. But yeah, um, there is there was some things that were said and done um, when he was uh, released and well, just right after he was released, I should say. And I think that that is a possibility. I'll just leave it at that. Um, but yeah, I think that, you know, it's definitely a possibility. He's in the wrong environment, number one. Okay. 
being at Cleveland. That's his that's where he got in trouble. I mean, it is where he, yep. he got in trouble. He's got his old posse of idiots there. And granted, I I I can't. I'm not going to condone the fact that he kicked a girl in the ass. Okay, but in the same aspect, I'm not going to condone the things that she said to him. I'm not going to condone the way she basically latched onto that whole group of people. He was he wasn't the guy that brought her there. It was one of his little stupid cronies that brought her there. She had a fake ID. He thought she was over eight, you know, over 21. She was 19, and she was hammered, wasted, and he was trying to go to bed. It's as simple hey, as up. that. And the things that came out of her mouth sure. was, you know, I want 20 bucks to go get a cab. Then he gives her the 20 bucks, and then she's beating on the door again. So it's like, man, at some point, you know, yeah, he was drunk. Yeah, he was pissed off. And I know for a fact that he did tell those guys to let, to make her leave. You know, he didn't want her there all night after he found out how old she was. So, man, his his friends flipping let him really down, did. though. You have to. That's, ah, God, I hate seeing these players surround themselves with guys that just want to want to party. That's all it is. And they, you know, they, they see something. You, know, you got to think they're coming from a, an area that is not, you know, um, they're not, it's not the the best uh, case scenario as far as it the living. Ain't over the park. park, you know. It's not Leewood, <laughs> so they see their gravy train right there, and they actually, you know, in their in the same respect, their gravy train went bye bye because of them, and they caused it. Yep, they probably could have been in a lot better position if they would have talked him out of doing stupid shit. But, you know, yeah. And I- Our homes today are like little cities full of different interneting boroughs, like the entertainment district in the living room or the virtual fitness center in the garage. And Xfinity Internet keeps it all running smoothly with reliable speed to power all your devices at once. You get coverage around town from the financial district home office to the spa. Xfinity Internet keeps your little city humming with reliable speed and coverage. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Find great offers and value today from Xfinity. Go online or call 1-800-XFINITY to learn more. Restrictions apply. Blame him for some of that because he's an adult and he should have known better. And he should have said, you know what? This is not the right crowd for me. I need to get away from him. You know, but he didn't. Um, Absolutely. It falls back on him. You can't blame anybody else for his actions. He's got to know better. But you do give him a little bit of leeway knowing, you know what? When a kid's brought up in a shitty environment... They don't get the same opportunity, whether for plethora of reasons. It's you doesn't make it any better, man. But no, it doesn't. But you know, it yeah. is what it is, and you can't change it now. But hopefully, things will you know will uh, will change for him in the future, and and when we uh, and change for us for that matter. But um, we got a game to win in Mexico, and I think. Like I said, we're going to end up in a position that now we do have a lot of players coming back. We got Fish coming back. We got Tardif coming back, which is going to be a huge improvement on that line. Um, losing Agba kills us. I mean, we just have to make sure that everybody's on the same page. Everybody's playing to their abilities and the defense does what they're supposed to do. And it's going to be a huge blowout. Right now, the way it stands in the AFC, we're going to have to really went out and you know we're just gonna have to we're gonna have to take every game and I don't see us we we have every every bit of the ability to do so absolutely um, and we've got the players to do so 
Yeah, we've got every the coaching staff, the players. We can we can win out. It's not going to be easy. We put ourselves in a hole, but we'll be just fine. I think so too. And uh, I think we're going to be able to. Um, I, we're going to steamroll the Patriots. I'm not concerned with them. Um, looking at our schedule going forward, we've got the Chargers, we've got the Raiders, we've got a bye. Then we play. Is it the Patriots after that? I believe so. And then um, it's kind of gravy after the Patriots when you really think about it. I mean, there's not a lot we got to worry about. You know, it's kind of. Did you watch the uh, the Raiders game today at all? I didn't watch the Raiders game. I watched uh, Houston, and uh, that was it. Yeah, the Raiders. Um, you know, they played the Bengals, and I got to tell you, uh, there's. It was a very low-scoring game, but I got to tell you, I thought the Raiders were going to lose that one, and to play the Bengals and play that poorly, um, I don't know what they were so proud of, but uh, I guess their their shining moment was Derek Carr diving into the end zone for a touchdown or something, but you know, um, they're right now, they're knocking on the door of us. We got the tiebreaker, of course, but... We went out. They're not going to win out. Even though they have a favorable schedule, they're not going to win out. You know, they, they still have to play us, which, you know, that that's going to really solidify their year. I mean, granted, they might make the playoffs as a wild card. That's and fine. That's easy win. That's an easy win for whoever has to play them. One of the scenarios that, you know, myself and, and Chief Spoke has talked about was uh, you know, the, the scenario of who we play in the playoffs, you know, whether it be the Ravens or, you know, it's kind of, it'd be kind of nice to see the Ravens and the, and the Patriots just kind of cancel themselves out. But, um, I would, to be honest with you, I would almost rather pay, play the Patriots in the playoffs than the Ravens. Um, just I because, would, of, you know, that's just me, but I would just on the simple fact, man, that, I want to take the big dogs down, and right now, that, yeah. for the last decade, it's the Patriots. Exactly. You know they have had 19 straight winning seasons? Well, man, look at that division. I know. I know. You can't say much about it, but it's still, I mean, you can, because it's a shit division. It always has been. But they've had 19 straight winning seasons. And, yeah. You know, that's, 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 you know, that's, there's only one other team that had more winning seasons in a row than them, and I think it was Pittsburgh, but um, and I could be wrong about that, but I think it was Pittsburgh. Those but, guys are falling apart. Oh, they're horrible right now. You know, they gave Tomlin that one-year extension um, to prove himself, and they're just in bad, they're they're in a bad way right now, and I think Tomlin's going to be hunting for a job real soon. I think, <laughs> uh, I don't think you're going to see John Dorsey in, in Cleveland next year either. Ah, wow. So I can see, I can see Cleveland dumping Dorsey. I could, if Pittsburgh gets rid of Tomlin, that's a bad move. He's a good coach. He is. He's, he's, he's lost. Coach. He's lost a lot of respect. Weirdly enough, it's kind of strange. From what I'm understanding, and, and it's, it's been all over the media now, but you know, he he plays this favoritism card, and he's done it for a long time, and that. Pisses a lot of players off. It pissed off Le'Veon Bell. It pissed off AB. It didn't even make Schuster very happy. And a lot of it came from between him and 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 Roethlisberger. 
it's like, okay, well, you know, you guys had a great game, so you get the majority of the snaps, or you get the majority of the balls, or you get the majority of this, or you get this, or you get that. And then other guys that don't actually have that opportunity are sitting on the sidelines going, well, what the hell? What did I do wrong? You know, I mean, Schuster did it for three years, and now he's their top wide receiver. So, I wow. don't know. You know, it, it, that's something that he's done um, for a long time, and it's not a good thing. But he's lost. I think it's just, you know, you get to a point where you're not everybody's Andy Reid, not everybody's Belichick. Okay. He's right. been there. This is his 10th season. I think his 10th season with, with the pit, the Steelers as a head coach. And I think you just run your course sometimes. Yeah. You know. A la Andy Reid in Philly, Marty Schottenheimer in Kansas City. Exactly. I mean, I could see the Jets picking him up. I could see that too. I mean, he would be a good. Well, although, you know, I guess a lot of that's going to depend on um, where they stand next year with their players. Um, if I don't think Bell's going to be with the Jets next year, I think they're going to put him back up for trade again. And I think this time he's going to be somebody's going to take him. And you know, it, it's it's going to be one of those situations where you know a team is going to go ahead and grab a hold of him um, if. Things don't work out the way I thought they would. You never know. He may end up in Kansas City at some point. But it's been twice now that the Kansas City's talked to him. Not once, yeah. but twice. So I wouldn't mind having Bill, but I, I wouldn't want to pay what he's being paid. Well, and he's on like, the wrong side of the, he's on the wrong side of that peak. He really is. And you know, I look at Zeke, you know, like Elliot, and I think okay, they gave him ninety million dollars. Because Dak Prescott can't play without him? I mean, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Well, that's know? a case where if you, you got your quarterback needs him, so you pay him, that elevates uh, Elliott. Yeah, but look at, okay, but it's, it's no different than us. I mean, well, we don't have that problem, though, because Mahomes can really make anybody look good, but he, yeah. can, you know, he can make an average uh, wide receiver a star really quick. He's gotten a lot of people played. Albert Wilson... He's gotten Chris Conley paid. You know, he's gotten guys paid. So in his short little 25 games, he's gotten players. And they'll even say, you know, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have yeah. gotten that contract, you know. So um, it's a little different situation for us. But, um, you know, when you have a quarterback that can make other people look good and be better just because of him, because most teams build – they build their most most organizations build their team around the quarterback. Yep. We built we 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 don't have to do that. You know, we we don't really have to do that. Did we? Yes, we had we do have three of the fastest or the fastest in the league. The best hands in the league. I think Sammy Watkins, I'm sorry, I think he's got some of the best hands in the league. If I think yeah, I can't top, believe he, he's probably like top two as far as receptions in my book. As far as the way yeah, he catches the ball, I can't believe he dropped that ball the other day. That's not like him. No, it's not. And it was very strange. It was very off, out of character for him. But he's got hands in the game. Um, Tyree Kill is Tyree Kill. You're never going to find another. He's another generational player that you're not going to find um, anywhere. McCole <laughs> um, Hardman, he's going to be a generational player. You know that he got thrown into the mix a little faster than Tyree. You know, Tony yeah. came in as a as a special teams guy, did a great job, but he wasn't 
he wasn't out there as a wide receiver on a full-time basis, kind of like how Hardman is. Well, yeah, and, well, Tyreek Hill came, was a running back in college, so yeah, he came out learned it, learned is learning the position. Exactly, exactly. So you know, it, it, it when you when you have a quarterback that you don't have to build the organization around, it's a lot easier than it is when you have a quarterback that you've got to sit and go, okay, well, we need this guy and we need this guy and we need this guy and we got to have this offensive line. We got to make sure he's you know this running back's good and we got. We have to do this. We have to pay all these other guys to make sure that this quarterback succeeds. To me, I think, you know, that's, it's always been kind of the rule, but, you know, Joe Montana, Dan Marino, those guys could make people look good. Not to the extent that Mahomes does, but they were in that same category. Well, yeah, have you seen it with, uh, uh, Peyton Manning and even Tom Brady, man, a good quarterback can put the ball where only your receiver gets it, and yep, they'll make the receivers look better. Exactly. So I think Manning, to me, is a better quarterback than Brady ever was. He just didn't have oh, the yeah. breaks. You know, he never Absolutely. got the breaks that Brady's well, always gotten. So. But, man, Peyton Manning was so into the book and in everybody's ass. He's the ultimate leader, and that's what got him those Super Bowls. It was. I mean, it really was. He was. He was the ultimate leader, and yeah, that's what you don't. I, that's where I, you know, I, I guess I differ with a lot of people when it comes to Brady. Is I don't see Brady as the ultimate leader. I see Belichick as the ultimate leader, and Brady yeah. is just following suit. Yeah, is, is he a good quarterback? Yes, he is. Okay, I'm not ever going to say he's not, but I still say to this day he's ne- he would have never been who he is or where he's at if it wasn't for that system. And the other things that, you know, they've gotten uh, along the way. But um, he took some hits today, and I was actually really surprised, dude. There was not one roughing the pass with Paul against him, which I was really surprised. I mean, wow. You know, that's an anomaly when that happens because it must have just been an officiating crew that said, you know what, I, I, I can't help you here. But uh, that, what's his name, that... That one officiating crew, I think I can't remember his name right now. He's, he's the oldest officiate, uh, ref in the league right now. He, his crew is like horrible, man. I mean, they, they ref the game today that was just, there was more penalties. Somebody had, yeah, what game was I watching? There was 105 yards in penalties against one team within like two and a half quarters. Oh, wow. They're getting ridiculous. They've got to stop these flipping reviews if they're not going to fix them because it just makes they just makes them look like shit. Well, there's you know they've got such egos that they're not going to reverse them unless New York steps and reverses them because they figure you know what if you're going to challenge me and you're going to put this rule in place then kiss my ass I'm going to go ahead and just rule against you anyway. That's ridiculous. You know, I think they said three percent or maybe less than 3% of all of the challenges on pass interferences have been overturned. So, yeah, yeah it's sad. Why bother man. then? Yeah, why why bother even, you know, that's why when people, why the hell did he even throw the flag? Why should he? Why would he waste a challenge when you know he's not going to win it? Yep. You know, I, it just is what it is. So, it happened uh, today at the uh, Houston game. They spun Hopkins around and, I mean, clear pass interference and they didn't even call it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just getting to the point now to where, you know, there's going to have to be some changes. And, and like I said, uh, Kurt Warner's on the um, committee for that, too. 
And I mentioned to him, I said, why don't they find the refs? If they're going to find the players for a play that they didn't throw a flag on and it cost somebody a Super Bowl or it cost them, you know, a playoff position or whatever the case may be, that ref, especially when it's blatant, that ref should be fine just as well, right alongside the player. Dude, could you imagine the shit show it would be if you took all the referees and put them on the podium after the game and said, all right, why did you miss this? Who's supposed to see this? Exactly. Who's got that? Yeah. Watch them bubble and mumble over each other. Pay for that. Can you imagine if they gave out the referees' addresses like they did Pat Mahomes' address? Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, just think about how that would turn out. Uh, how about, uh, how about, uh, oh, who's that linebacker for Chicago? Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack. Yeah, telling everybody, there's no candy this year, boys, and yeah. everybody losing their shit over yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, man, that is a, I, I feel bad for him. I mean, not his highest paid linebacker in the league, but, um, I just feel bad for him because he's now in a position that he's got a really shitty quarterback that can't win a game. And I don't know. I guess they put Chase Daniels in today. They, they did. Yeah, they pulled out Trubinsky and put Daniels in. But they did come back out and say that he had a problem with his hip. I'm sure he did. I mean, even can... though at the time when they made that change, they said, "Well, they're not attending to Trubisky on the sidelines, so I don't know what's going on here." But you know what? That's probably a good time to put in Chase. I get warm, get warmed up. There's no time they weren't coming back. Give him yeah. some reps. Pull Mitch out. Yeah, he's just not. He's just not good. No, and that's what Gase should have done when uh, Sam Darnold was seeing ghosts the other day. Exactly, exactly. You know, they said, uh, I guess he's four to six weeks. Yeah, he's got a uh, fracture or something in his neck, right? Yeah, yeah, he's out for four to six weeks. So, Well, that game came, was kind of close today. I was kind of surprised about that. I um, didn't see it. It was kind of close today. I mean, it was closer than I expected it to be when, you know, the fact that he wasn't in there, but um, you know, and that's kind of the you know the turning of the tides when you when you have a quarterback. You know, you look at like the Bengals that yanked out um, Andy Dalton, yeah, and and then put in that kid, and you know he he's putting up a fight every week, and that's going to be your turning of the tides when it comes to you're going to see a lot of these guys that are older quarterbacks that haven't produced. But may have had may have produced at one time or another, and now they're starting to slack off. You're going to see, oh well, he got injured. Let's see how this kid can do more more than you think, and it's going to end up being. I don't think Andy Dalton's going to have a job next year unless he stays a backup. No, I could see him going to Denver. Uh, what happened to Allen, man? That kid who came in for Cam Irvin, he's fallen off. Uh, he fell off the boat along with uh, the guy we were just talking about, Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack, that guy's disappeared. Well, I got to tell you, he's still he's still dominant. It's just that I think his spirits are broken, man. You know, you can only go, I guess, mentally, you can only go so far before you just finally just collapse. Yeah, you mentally collapse. You. you know, and I think these guys are like, what the hell am I doing? The money, yeah, you know, the money's great, but what is my legacy going to be? Khalil Mack's not like Le'Veon Bell, okay? The one thing I don't like about Bell, don't get me wrong, I thought he should have held out for more money because of the way Pittsburgh treated him. I don't think he was worth $90 million, 
but I think Who? he was well worth more than seven million. And yeah. he was their main offensive weapon out of the backfield and actually made that team in a lot of ways because he was the Kareem Hunt of, of Pittsburgh because you never knew what the hell he was going to do. The only difference between him and Kareem Hunt is the fact that Kareem can break tackles that Bell couldn't break. No, but boy, I tell you what, he's the most patient runner I've ever seen in my life. Well, I've never seen anybody that can do that. I mean, and there's guys that have tried to mimic him over the last couple of years and they get plummeted because they, they just don't know how to do it. He's, yep. he's very good at it. Um, I don't like the way he went. Up. I mean, I can't say that. I understand why he went about it the way he did with Pittsburgh because it was just a really bad situation all the way around. Pittsburgh is no different than the Patriots, okay? They don't like to pay people. Yeah. They just don't. And you got teams out there that are paying guys. You know, I, I just read an article today. You know Tom Brady's average paycheck is $15 million a year. Over at Super Bowl. Wow. That's $15 man, million a year. Mate, that's even another reason to make you just want to smack the shit out of him. Well, and you know, he says, he says things like, well, I did it because we can make cap room for the team and this and that. That's not true. I mean, he can say that. But look, man, no matter, I don't care who you are. If you're a six-time Super Bowl champion, nine times in the Super Bowl, 12 straight AFC championship wins, you're going to tell me that you're not going to ask for more money? Because, or go to a team, if you know your abilities are there and you're good enough to be able to make anybody better, that you're not going to go somewhere to get paid because his fucking backup got $137 million for five years. God. Can, yeah. He, he's got, what's her name out there? Who? Giselle. Oh, yeah. His why? wife. His she wife's pregnant. I get it. She does. How about if when they know Brady's done, the final year, they give him like ninety million to make up for it. How pissed off would everybody be? Well, I don't know what. Yeah, that's true. I never <laughs> thought about that. But I don't. And I don't know what kind of deal he's got made with those guys. I know he signed that one year extension for like twenty four million, yeah. um, with a year option on top of that. But I mean, he's put everything up for sale in Boston. Everything well, they I own know. is up for sale. He would be an idiot to go play somewhere else if he goes somewhere else. I'm going to tell you, he's going to fail. But yep. not, not only will he fail, he's going to put, there's going to be an asterisk next to his name. There's, there may just be anyway. When it all boils down to it, it may take five years, 10 years, 15 years. But there's going to be an asterisk next to the Patriots, next to Belichick, and next to Josh McDaniels and Brady at some point because everything's going to come out in the wash at one time or another. But regardless, he would make a huge mistake by doing that. Yeah. If you, yeah. I was going to say, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> that's their, their philosophy, philosophy dude. Really yeah. Uh, all right. So on the uh, him going to play somewhere else, Ben, do you think he maybe wanted, as maybe wanted to do it just because Peyton Manning did it and was successful, took another team, won a Super Bowl? I think he would do it. Yeah, I mean, I think he would do it to try to prove everybody wrong. Jesus. That said for years that he's not the reason why they've done so well. 
And everybody knows that Peyton Manning was the reason why the Colts were so good. Everybody knows the reason why Denver won the Super Bowl with him. It wasn't because Denver was that fucking great. It was because Peyton Manning was that great. Oh, yeah, hell. He made, look at Demarius Thomas. Demarius Thomas was killing it when he's with him. He leaves and then the guy couldn't catch a cold. Yeah, he could not catch a cold. So, I mean, I don't know, brother. I mean, I think it's going to be a, you know, if he goes somewhere else, he's going to, I don't, I I honestly don't think his wife's going to let him do it. But if he does leave and go somewhere else and play, he's going to run any kind of credibility that he ever had. Because it's just going to kill him. I mean, it's going to kill him. Well, man, you know, when you do stuff like that, he's he's Mr. Boston. He's Mr. New England. Why would you go and ruin that? Yeah, I mean, I, has, I don't know, man. Speaking of, like, catching the call and guys falling off, we, let's go over this, the injury report. Did you see that uh, Blake Bell's out? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. It's kind of funny that, so he's a go-to on that third and two. And then he's in on that special teams play where we get the uh, field goal blocked, and now he's out. Didn't practice this week. Yeah, I saw that. What did they you say hear? What the, happened? No, I didn't. I didn't hear. I, I I actually didn't hear. I I heard something about his back, but I don't know to the extent of the injury or if it's a real injury. I <laughs> I really they've don't got know. ankle. Oh, is it ankle? They've got ankle. And they've got him as out. Along with Ogba, Okafor, and now uh, Damian Williams is questionable. Well, that which, yeah, but that's not an injury. Yep. That, so what's going on there? How the hell is he questionable? What is it? Family stuff going on? It was. It was he had. He left for personal reasons. It was, it's family issues, and I'm, I don't want to um, get into why, but it was family issues, just out of respect for him. But um, but he did. He, they said he is going to make the trip to Mexico. So or he did. Oh, good. Um, uh, I, I think he's going to be Yeah, so I think he's going to go ahead and play from what I understand. But, and he needs to play. Um, do you, do you yeah. think Kenneth Fuller comes back this week? Yeah, I think Fuller's back. I know he was full practice. Um, he was full Thursday Friday, and Friday Thursday and limited. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I know Fisher's back. You got um, Tardif is back. Yeah, he's back. I think Fuller's back. Um I think Damian Williams is going to play, and uh, we're just, you know, we looked at a couple of players to fill um, what's-his-name spot and, you know, in that defensive tackle situation, and we didn't sign anybody. Um, I honestly thought they were going to sign Lee, and I, I was kind of surprised they didn't sign him because he's actually really good. Um, Lee? Yeah, Eric Lee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was really kind of surprised they didn't sign him. Um, but it may happen at some point. But for some reason, they didn't sign him. And I don't know what the reason was. But uh, how, how come they're not putting Okafor on the IR? I don't know. That's really weird. I don't know why. Um, we don't have two returns, did we? I know we had Henny. Yeah. But there well, wasn't he, anybody else on that, right? Not that I know of, no. So I don't know why they wouldn't put him on the IR. Um, it's, it's to me it's strange, but uh, they decided they didn't want to do that yet. So I wonder if there's a chance he could come back if we do make a run. Uh, probably so. I, I don't think he's out for well, maybe because they did say he was out for the season, didn't they? Well, but he's not on the IR. Yeah, so I know. really weird. To me. So yeah, that's strange. a roster space we could fill. Yeah. 
So I don't know. Maybe they're maybe they're planning on doing that. Maybe they've got somebody in mind that um, they're waiting on. I don't know yet. Um, I'll try to find out, but I don't know right now. As of now, that's but, weird. Yeah. Um, so give me your prediction for the game tomorrow night. What's your score prediction? I go thirty-eight seventeen. Thirty-eight seventeen. Okay. Well, I think we're going to score forty points. I don't know why. I just got forty in my head, and um, I think it's going to be a master blowout. And I think it's probably going to end up being—I see forty to ten, but um, I, I don't know why that number's been stuck in my head, but it has been. And I just got a weird feeling that's what it's going to be. But I think the defense has got something to prove, and they got a chip on their shoulder right now, and they're going to—they're going to push the limits as far as their abilities right now and I think Spags is pissed and he's going to go back to what he did you know during those three games and I think it's going to be a different outcome and I think we're probably going to end up seeing more of we're definitely going to probably see Raglan and we need to see um, uh, what's, I can't, his name's I'm spacing Dorian, his name right Dorian or Daniel, Daniel? Yeah, we need to see O'Daniel in that game. Um, I, I'm still kind of confused on. I mean, you know, Swanson made a couple of good plays over the last few games, um, and he has played better this year than he's played in the three years past. Um, but I still think we have a better player sitting on the sidelines, and I don't know why he's there. Yeah, Lucas. Yeah, I think Lucas is a better ball player, and I think I just don't know why what it is about him that they. They don't want, they don't see, or they don't want him out there. I don't know what it is, but yeah, he's right. You know, Sorensen's a smart kid, so he, he's probably spit back everything better in the classroom. But on the field, Lucas better. Hell, Armani Watts is better, and Watts is another one that I think honestly, why are they? Why is that kid sitting? I, I don't mean, get it. He's been man. an animal, man. I mean, he, every time he's in the game, he plays. And hey, for everybody out there that called me an idiot. Told me I was stupid. I didn't understand the game because I liked Ward. How about this? Kiss my ass. Because yep. Ward did everything I said he was going to do, if not more. He is a fucking great corner. And he's going to just get better. It's that I simple. Know. You know what? He's picked up this defense faster than a lot of the guys have. So... I'm not going to ever, I don't ever want to hear somebody say Ward's not a good corner because he is. Yeah, I agree, man. And man, God forbid that kid uh, gives up uh, a catch and everybody's like, oh, see? Yeah, Get exactly. out of here with everybody that shit. Everybody gives up a pass. I mean, Jesus Christ, they, they bitched and complained when we got rid of Marcus Peters. That dude gave up more plays than he, than he, than he stopped. And yes, he was a ball hawk. But he couldn't tackle with the shit. He should have just had a red flag in his hand, did the Olay, and let everybody just run right by him. And now oh, he's finally starting to tackle a little bit now that he's with us. You know, he's playing a little bit better now than he did with the Rams. But he still, to me, is not any better than he was, you know, last year. I mean, I, I don't like the kid. Either do I. I like hearing all of our teams say, man, Mahomes just absolutely worked that kid over when he was running scout team. Oh, yeah. Remember his bullshit interview when he got traded? Oh, he ain't nothing but a pick machine. Bullshit. Mahomes yeah. ran him like uh, like he was nothing. He ran him like it was a high school kid. Yeah. So, I don't, you know, and, and, half the, and half our players even said it. They said, yeah, that's not true. 
Yep. You know, once Marcus Peters grows and matures and puts it all together, I don't think he's a bad dude. I think he's probably just uber competitive. Didn't like Sutton, which I don't blame the kid. No. I don't like Sutton either. No, nobody did. Hell, I, it, if we would have made that trade with the Rams and brought him back in, I'd been stoked. But you're right. He did. He would give up five seven-yard completions like they were nothing. You could just walk right down on the field with him. Well, running. and he got burned downfield a lot, man. Even on long balls, he got burned a lot. Because he played 9, 12, 14 yards off the receiver. And then when he finally got up on him, they'd make a cut on him. And then they were burning it. And he was nowhere to be found. I yep. remember him stumbling, falling, you know. In fact, when he, I know there's times that he faked a, a trip because he got burned so badly that it was like, oh shit, I don't want to look bad, so I'm just going to trip and fall yeah, down. Plays, you know. Yep, he plays in a back pedal with his eyes. Yeah, yeah. That'll get you pick sixes, but it'll also get you burnt. Exactly. So it's nice to be able to pick a ball, but you know what? His his uh, uh, granular trying to be Deion Sanders never worked. Deion Sanders couldn't tackle it. He didn't want to tackle it. It wasn't that he no. couldn't tackle. He just didn't want to. And a lot of that was because he was a dual player. You know, he didn't want to injure himself and not be able to play baseball. Yeah. So, you know, True. that was, you know, he was getting paid on both ends. Of, you know, he's a funny son of a bitch. He's a little annoying. He's a, he can be annoying. But man, he sent a video one time. And I don't know how I ended up with this video. I don't know if he sent it to, it was in, somebody was in my inbox on Instagram. And it was him and his farm, on his farm, with his son and a couple other guys. And he has a really, he's got a chicken coop that looks like a house. Really? I mean, it's a badass chicken coop. And these chickens got it made. I mean, you don't understand. They live like kings. And he tells, tells them, let's go check these eggs. And he goes in there and he's checking the eggs and he says, oh shit, there's a snake in here. And Dion said, well, get it out. Man, for 20 minutes, these guys were trying to get this snake out of his chicken coop. <laughs> it was so funny, man. Finally, one of them gets it out with a rake and he flings it out on the ground. Dion pulls out this little six shooter or whatever the hell he had in his pocket. He's a good three feet from the snake and misses him every shot. I mean, they were, uh, the, the, the shots were three, four, five feet from the snake. Dude, Dion had a gun on him? Yeah. So oh, then, man, I like him even that much more. Oh, yeah. So then another guy, I don't know if it was his son or who it was, walks up with a shotgun, just boom, you know, blew his ass off. And then they chopped him in half with a shovel. But, I mean, <laughs> man, just watching these guys and Dion wrestle with this snake <laughs> it was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. And I actually DM'd him back and I said, man... I was crying. That was so funny. I said, you guys, I said, you can't hit the broad side of a barn with a gun. And this other fool's got a rake and can't cut the snake in half. Took you guys 30 minutes to get that son of a child there. I was dying, man. I, it was one of the funniest things I had seen in a long time. So That's funny. He seems like a good dude, man. Yeah, he's he's a good dude. He's just very, um, very opinionated. And if, if you don't agree with him, he doesn't like it. That's the one yeah, thing about no. him. You know, he's right about everything. Even when he's wrong, he's right. So, yeah. Um, but okay, so we got we got you got thirty eight seventeen. You got forty to ten. We'll see what I'll run a poll. We'll see what uh, everybody has to say uh, as far as their predictions of the game goes. Also, we are signed with a new network, Overtime Media, and they are. 
a very large affiliate. They have numerous sponsors that we um, will be uh, will have privy to, and things are going to be working up into a different area with those sponsors as well, and along with overtime. Um, but they are an extremely large advertising group and uh, mainly sports. So uh, you guys are going to love it. They do giveaways. Um, they give away to fans. They give them to us to give away. I just found out. Um, some nice. of them are, you know, gift cards. Some of them are tickets to a game. There could be cash prizes. There's a lot of different things that go along with these guys. Don't take it as we give you this stuff because we don't. It's our, it's our network that gives it away and our sponsors. So, um, listen to the podcast. You guys listen. There's going to be a code word during the season, all season and all next season. And you hear that code word. We'll let you know what it is. When you hear it, you will be randomly picked, drawn out of the hat, computer hat. I'll just put it that way. Um, and you can win whatever they're giving away at the time. But they sent me, they sent some today. It was great. Uh, one of them was a Cabela's gift card for 250 bucks. One of them was a, um, a Bass Pro Shops card, Dick's Sporting Goods card. Um, oh, also they give away, um, uh, sporting event tickets, concert tickets. Um, there's just so many things that they do. It's just a great network to be affiliated with. And I'm, I'm very happy to be with these guys. And yeah, how cool is that? We just got to, you know, we, both of us have got a, a good uh, good in with these guys. They like us a lot, so we're uh, we're happy to be with them. And um, you will hear their advertisements. Please don't click off the show because of it, because some of the advertisements are very good. You may hear that code word during that advertisement. So whatever you do, don't make the mistake of ending the podcast or muting it or whatever it may be because of a tw- ten or fifteen second spot that you may hear um, from our overtime affiliates. So, with that being said, I'd say we've uh, went well over our time like we normally do. So, um, I would say let's end this one tonight. After the game tomorrow night, we're going to run one on Tuesday. And we will talk about the game on Monday night. We'll talk about what's going forward. Hopefully, we got no injuries to report. And um, we got a big win to talk about, which I think we do. And we can... uh, we can bask in the glory all week long. So, Chiefs Kingdom, get ready for a big win. Absolutely, man. You guys have a good night, Kingdom. Hey, have a great one. We'll talk to you Tuesday. Thanks. Keep your whole home running like clockwork. From the office to the game room with Xfinity Internet, you'll get the best in-home Wi-Fi experience with reliable speed and coverage. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go online or call 1-800-XFINITY today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Okay, so work's done and you're craving something spicy and salty. I know. What I do is snack on Blue Diamond Wasabi and Soy Sauce flavored almonds. They're so good and almonds are a superfood. Don't deny your cravings. Eat them. Blue Diamond Almonds. Crave victoriously.